Welcome to the Learning Languages and Society with Gabby podcast, where it's all about the fascinating world of languages and culture. Let's rock. Hi, everybody, and welcome to my show. My name is Gabby. First of all, I have to apologize for being absent in the past week. I had to sort out some issues, but everything is now fine. I'm back on track. Today, we're going to talk about how learning a new language in childhood or adolescence could be so beneficial for our brains as we get older. As people become older, their cognitive capacities, that is, their mental capacities to process information and function in a correct way in the world, start to diminish. But we are ever so lucky to have a super powerful weapon against aging, namely learning foreign languages. So on top of all the cool things that we can do with languages, such as traveling, meeting new people, expanding our cultural perspective of the world, watching movies and reading books in original version, we now know, thanks to a tone of research, that learning languages is also beneficial to help our brains cope with disease and aging. What are the odds, right? Now, obviously, that is great news. But before we go on, we're going to give the definition of two important concepts, namely neuroplasticity and cognition. So, what is neuroplasticity? Well, it is the brain's ability to change and grow throughout a person's life. Until recently, scientists thought that this was only possible in early childhood. After that, scientists believed that the brain solidified and became fixed in its habits which pretty much means they thought we could no longer longer learn new stuff. Now, we know now that is simply not the case. Our brain can find new ways to learn and reorganize itself in order to keep on learning, even after brain injury. Now, that is really good news as well. Now, we're going to talk about another word commonly used in this context, namely cognition. So, cognition or cognitive development includes the mental processes related to reasoning, memory, problem-solving, and thinking skills. It is, in essence, the ability to perceive and react, process and understand, store and retrieve information, make decisions, and produce appropriate responses. So, cognition pretty much governs your life. Learning foreign languages when you're young helps you improve your cognition too. There you go. Great news again. Now, since people are getting older nowadays, uh, we strive to find new ways to improve their brains without necessarily using pharmaceutics. So uh, research has proven that bilingualism has been linked to higher cognitive reserve, better performance in executive control, changes in brain structure and function relative to monolinguals, and last but not least, delay in the onset of dementia. So, this is, as I mentioned before, why learning a new language could be one powerful antidote to prevent the brain from degrading in old age. Now, let's get to the details. What is cognitive reserve? Well, Cognitive reserve is the idea that people develop a reserve of thinking abilities during their lives and that this protects them against losses that can occur through aging and disease. There you go. And what is executive control? 
Well, executive control is the ability to carry out goal-directed behavior using complex mental processes and cognitive abilities. For example, if you receive a bad score in an exam, but you maintain focus and understand constructive criticism, then you study again and learn and do well in your exam next time. Well, that would mean that you have good executive control. Learning a new language in your childhood or teenage years helps you do that. Now, results in recent research tend to suggest that second language learning is associated with improvement in attentional switching, inhibition, and working memory. So what is attentional switching? Switching. It is the ability to flexibly shift back and forth between multiple tasks, operations, or mental sets. Basically, to be able to do different tasks at the same time and easily switch from one to the other back and forth. Okay, there you go. So what is inhibition? Inhibition is the action of inhibiting a process. For example, if you are bilingual, well, inhibition would be the capacity to prevent your mother tongue to come to bother you while you are in the process of speaking your second language. There you go. Now, cognitive control advantages associated with bilingualism come from having to juggle representations of two different languages in one's mind. The dual activation theory posits that while a representation of one language is activated, its correlate in the other language is activated at the same time. Thus, a bilingual person would constantly have to inhibit one language while using the other, resulting in the betterment of cognitive control. How wonderful. Yet another advantage in the favor of uh, learning foreign languages. For example, I'm going to give you an example. If you're speaking Russian with someone, okay, and, and you can't find a word, okay, you're looking for a word. Mm-hmm, how do I say this in Russian? Well, inhibition will help you find your word in Russian and prevent English, which is your mother tongue, from popping up and suggesting the word in English. Okay? So that's inhibition. Let's jump onto another concept. We're going to talk about working memory. What is working memory? Well, it is the retention of a small amount of information in a readily accessible form. It facilitates planning, comprehension, reasoning, and problem solving. And guess what? Learning a foreign language also helps you with working memory. So as you can see, learning a foreign language early on has all these amazing benefits. However, let's keep in mind that uh, cognitive reserve, for example, and successful aging have also been associated with lifestyle, lifestyle factors, including education, participation in leisure, and social activities, and or physical exercise. So we could say that a combination of all these factors uh, make the difference, right? So there has to be a combination of everything. It can't just be learning four languages. You have to have a good uh, sort of like lifestyle, right? For example, working out is so important and sleeping well too. And obviously having uh, had the opportunity to have education as well. Okay, now, some studies suggest that dual language use has been associated with executive functioning benefits to subjects of all age groups. And we can see these results more clearly in older adults because young adults already function at their peak, which pretty much means that if we examine older adults who have been bilingual for a long time, we will see that their lifelong use of more than one language 
could lead to enhanced cognition in later life. A few studies conducted in elderly individuals have evidenced an advantage in episodic memory, letter fluency, semantic verbal fluency, as well as higher general intelligence in bilingual seniors. So all of these are great advantages. Now, we can also see that the differences aren't only in performance, but we can also see them with our own eyes. Why do I say that? Well, mm, neuroimaging studies have also reported differences in brain measures between monolingual and bilingual older adults, showing higher gray matter volume in different parts of the brain in bilingual adults. So this is not just a matter of uh, performing better, uh, as in the overall cognitive uh, abilities, but also we can we can actually do see with our eyes uh, and, and understand that the, the volume of gray matter is bigger in people who are bilingual, right? So yet another great thing to see. Uh, another great thing in favor of learning languages. Now, this last discovery is really cool. I want you to check it out. Studies in young adults show increases in hippocampus volume after second language acquisition or second language training. So as the hippocampus plays an important role in episodic memory and hippocampal atrophy is widely recognized as a biomarker of Alzheimer's disease, an increase in its volume as a result of second language acquisition, could be of significance in the face of age-related atrophy and cognitive decline. Furthermore, older bilinguals have been shown to have greater left hippocampal grade matter volume than their monolingual counterparts. There you go. So that one there is a huge reason to learn foreign languages. It's just... Uh, it's incredible what he can do in regards to, for example, Alzheimer's disease, right? So that's amazing stuff. Now, do you need any more reasons to learn a new language? Come on. <laughs> anyway, that was just a, a little short episode uh, on the benefits of learning for languages, uh, especially when you're young. So childhood and adolescence. All right. Thank you for listening to me and don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.